Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's take a special opportunity today to get an update on developments that are happening in Christian media offshore from Australia. And as you may know, Vision broadcasts into 740 cities, towns and communities here in Australia. But offshore, there is expansion that's been growing in places like Papua New Guinea, the Solomon Islands, Samoa, the Cook Islands, Fiji, Vanuatu and Timor-Leste. Well, let's welcome Grant Kennedy, who is the Projects Manager for UCB Asia-Pacific. Grant, welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Good to be here. Grant, big developments that have been happening, and uh, great to get an opportunity to talk about this because so many of our listeners right now will be familiar with, if not uh, daily users of the Word for Today. And Mm. uh, just like here in Australia, the Word for Today works hand-in-hand with the broadcast ministry, so you've got some big things to share about what's been happening with the Word for Today. Well, if, if the listeners remember back to last time you interviewed me, uh, we've been, this is, we're about to do the Word for Today for the third year. So next year will be the third year that we've had the Word for Today in some of these island nations, which is really exciting. I'm, I, I love the Word for Today. It's passionate part of what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you know, for those who get the hard copy version, Mm -hmm. uh, we're used to getting that every three months. So it's quarterly publication here in Australia. Uh, Doesn't work quite that easily logistically when you're talking about South Pacific Islands. How do you do it all? Well, let let me give you a little sample of what the problem might be in the Pacific Islands. We talk about the Solomon Islands, for example. And the Solomon Islands, it's got six main islands but there are actually over 900 islands that make up the Solomon Islands spread over 28,000 square kilometres, okay? So, or if you go to the Cook Islands, yeah, there's only five islands there, so it's not quite so bad, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just a logistical yeah. nightmare. So we, we only want to tackle that nightmare once a year, so we do an annual publication of the Word for Today. <laughs> <laughs> so they have the benefit of having an annual publication. And so when we talk process here, uh, what about languages? Because in all of these different South Pacific islands, no doubt there are different dialects, uh, different forms of like Pidgin English. And I know they, they speak Bislamar in some of those uh, islands. Mm-hmm. So how do you deal with all that? Uh, we ignore it. <laughs> we, go, we go for the common denominator again, which is what we can control and what, what I know, which is English. I mean, I physically put the word for today together. It's part of my job. And the only language I speak apart from New Zealand is English. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you've clarified that, that it's different to New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, look, when you're speaking the language of English and you're bringing that into the islands, I'm imagining that people on the islands, if they're wanting to be a part of an international community, it's the English language they're learning. So yeah. is that a part of it's easy for them to read? Uh, for, for for the younger people, definitely. And Look, in a perfect world, we would be able to provide the word for today in the local dialects and everything, but we have to do what we can do with what we've got. And we have English, and the good thing is that in the islands, most people speak English, or or if they don't speak it, they can actually read it um, better than they can read Pigeon sometimes. Um, so... And, and the word for today can be a good learning tool, especially for this in the schools and stuff, where it actually has gained quite a bit of traction already 
uh, with the students because it's a it's a, it's in English and and most of these islands are Christian nations, so they love having uh, a Christian publication in English they can add into their curriculum. So it's really welcome into these islands, and yes. as you say. Christian nations that have Christian curriculum material uh, that they're teaching their children with. Mm. Uh, what about COVID? Has that affected the way things happen? I mean, I know you used to be on a plane frequently, but uh, that's not been happening this last uh, 18 months, two years. No, it's it's actually nearly two years since we've flown anywhere. Um, and that's a, that's a big shame because we're, you know, part of uh, a lot of the 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 work that we do is relational and you, you need to sit down with the people and uh, you know, have, have a meal with them to, to do the business, if, as it were. And that's the way uh, business gets done. So it's been very difficult. And plus the technology change uh, challenges in the sense that when we, we go, we often take our little tiny radio stations and we'll plonk one up and set it up. Now, they're, they're not very robust and they need a little bit of mollycoddling from time to time. And we, uh, So at the moment, for example, in Timor Leste, all our stations are actually, apart from our main one in Dili, all our little ones are actually broken and all fair. But there is a container that's just arrived in Dili with some spare parts because that's the way we could get it there. So <laughs> hopefully we'll get those stations back on here. But it is a real challenge and very disappointing that we can't visit. You're giving us some wonderful insights into just how challenging it is behind the scenes doing what you do, Grant. Hey, you've got some expansion happening too, and I note that Nauru is likely to have vision in the next little while, but uh, they've got the word for today on the way as well. They won't have vision. They'll have Life FM, but it's, ah, it's very yeah. like vision. Okay, good, good. <laughs> um, yes, the Nauru, we're very excited that we launched the word for today into Nauru for the first time. Uh, there'll be 500 copies of the 2022 edition uh, headed, well, they're headed there now. They may have actually arrived. Um, and that's, look, 500 copies isn't a big number, but the, the population of Nauru is only um, 10,800 people, so it's not a big big population either, So, mm. but it's a good start. And possibilities for Indonesia? Yes, that's um, really exciting and daunting at the same time. I mean, we're, we're, we're talking with some established Christian broadcasters in Indonesia uh, who have a network of radio stations, a sort of a conglomerate network, if you like. Um, but again, Indonesia is huge. It's <laughs> like seventeen and a half thousand islands or something silly, and, and two hundred and seventy something million people. Um, in fact, it stretches an eighth of the way around the equator. The, the country is it's just massive, uh, and yet they don't have the word for today yet. Um, we're looking. We, we've had it translated into Indonesian, and over the next few weeks, we're going to be trying to fit all the Indonesian words into the space that the English words take up because English, although we've got the same number of words, the Indonesian words are a lot longer. And I think we, we were looking at it the other day and I think we, whereas with the English version, we're, we're aiming for about 285 words, which I think, oh, I've forgotten, I think it was 1,900 characters, but the Indonesian one was coming at about 2,300 characters for those 285 words. That's a challenge. That's something that none of us ever think about when we're looking at the word for today. Has somebody counted every one of those characters on the page to see if it fits in there? Hey, you get lots of feedback where we are on the air and where the word for today is really catching hold and people are reading it. Uh, what sort of testimonies are you hearing from the islands? Yeah, well, we, we sometimes get some really exciting testimonies and sometimes we don't hear a lot. But let me share with you a couple of uh, exciting testimonies we have got. Uh our board chairman in the Solomon Islands, uh, Coxwin, he's he wrote to us uh, earlier the, 
uh, earlier or a couple of months ago. He said, a few months ago, I happened to cross paths with an Anglican priest by the name of Father Clement. He accessed a copy of the book, that's the word for today, through another reader. He smiled, put his thumb up, and made a positive comment about it, saying, this book is very good and very helpful. Other leaders must get a copy. And about two months ago, I went downtown to get something from a hardware shop, and an elderly woman called my name, stopped me and said, hey, brother, thank you for the devotional book. It is very good. It encourages me, strengthens, and motivates my Christian journey. I brought some copies and gave them to others too. I want young people to get their copies. Do you still have copies available? And then he said, three weeks ago, a senior nursing officer met me on the road and said, I enjoy my devotional time with the Lord using the word for today. And the other nurses at the National Referral Hospital asked where I got it. We want to use this devotional book in our prayer and fellowship time at the hospital. Do you have another 40 or 50 copies now? She asked. Unfortunately, I told her that we'd run out of the copies for 2021 but assured her that the 2022 edition would become available towards the end of the year. And I know it's just about landed there now. And so she's willing to wait for the new edition. Fabulous stuff. Mm. Always good getting that sort of encouraging feedback. And, uh, of course, the word for today, uh, it's a little bit like breaks up the ground and prepares the nation, the island nation, for having Christian radio and we've seen that time and again where we've had some little opportunities to to set up Christian radio on those island nations. Uh, now the ones we're primarily dealing with, I mentioned some of the introduction, but Papua New Guinea, uh, Bougainville, Cook Islands, Philippines, Thailand, Nepal, Vanuatu, Solomon Islands, Timor-Leste and Indonesia. Uh, and no doubt there's other nations that are somewhere out on the horizon too that oh, you've Fiji, got some eyes on. Fiji, Fiji, did I miss it? Fiji there? In Cook Islands, I think you missed as well. <laughs> so uh, this, is, this is just a fabulous thing. For people who are listening to our conversation now, thinking uh, how do I uh, participate in that? Because people who make donations to Vision are already contributing to what's happening offshore. How does all that work with you financially? Well, it, it works really well for us financially. We get, we get money from Vision. <laughs> yeah. So, And the reason for that is the principle of the tithe. And, and this is a part something that's been part of Vision and the UCB family since its inception, you know, back in the, whenever it was, 1970, you know, is that anybody who gives to Vision if, if it's a non-specified gift, like it's just a general gift, then Vision puts aside a tenth, a portion, a tithe of that, and, get, and that money gets used for outreach. Some of the outreach is within Australia to help other uh, Christian broadcasters, but the majority of it comes to us, UCB Asia Pacific, and that's what funds our work because we pay for the entire printing and distribution of the Word for Today to all these islands. There's, there's nearly 20,000 copies of this book. It's a major undertaking for us. Um, and we, we, we're able to pay the entire cost. It's a gift to the people of the islands. They can then use that same principle, you know, freely you've received, freely give. They've freely received it. We ask them to freely give, but to ask for a donation. And any donations they receive, they can keep. That funds their radio ministry in their local island. Well, Grant Kennedy, you do a wonderful job. Let me just give you that compliment because uh, okay. I know you well enough to know you have some great days and you <laughs> have some really challenging times too, dealing with people uh, around the South Pacific Islands and it's not always easy dealing cross-culturally, but you do a wonderful job and so a uh, special honour to you today. Thank you. Hey, we're going to listen to a song. Uh, now, this song 
is sort of typical of the type of feel that you might hear if you're tuning into Christian radio on a South Pacific island. So, so they have a particular music taste? They do. Um, look, we, we have a brand called Life FM, and it's very similar to Vision crossed with Vision 180. So we're aiming for a younger audience. But in the islands, they love their reggae music. And uh, so a lot of their island-style music can be choral, but it, they also love their reggae. So I've got, got you a nice piece of reggae. You'll recognize the, the song. You best may not recognize this version of it. Let's have a listen. And if you want to be in touch with Grant Kennedy, who is Projects Manager for UCB Asia Pacific, you'll be able to do that through the Vision website. So vision.org.au. It's also a website for UCB Asia Pacific. It's ucbasiapacific.org. Grant, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Thank you for the opportunity.
A little bit of island-style waymaker, Chris Tafari, uh, that touch of reggae appropriate uh, on the listening playlists on those South Pacific islands. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 